Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Like nothing you have ever heard before. It's a tough room. It's the place to be. Thrive to survive. It's Taz. It's the Moose. It's CBS Sports Radio. One. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL to college games, they always bringing the knowledge. Nobody ever could try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose, you know it's Taz and Moose. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. James and Billy cross the way. Bogus, your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time. We go hour left to play with. David Sampson joined us last hour. CBS uh, Sports HQ MLB Insider ran around all things around Major League Baseball. The trade deadline came and went on July 31st. Welcome to August. A good Thursday one and all. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Kicking off the third and final hour. Here we go. The three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Astros pull off Blockbuster, acquire Zach Greinke from Diamondbacks. Well, they certainly do. Um, you know, Zach might not be fired up, but the Astro fan is certainly fired up. And I think Rob Manfred was fired up because they were looking for a, uh, Taz, I think the baseball fan was looking for a big splash move. As we discussed earlier in the show, one trade deadline this year, not two. Right. Uh, it's just July 31st. There's no clearing waivers, then getting traded, and guys getting tried to push through waivers, as you saw by August 31st. It used to be, you know, September 1st, whatever your roster was, that's what the one you had to take into the postseason, right? So those were the guys that you needed to be there. Uh, now it's July 31st. You can't make a trade with another team uh, after July 31st at 4 o'clock Eastern time. And yesterday, as we discussed, got boring. I yeah, mean, you very. Know, uh, <laughs> I, people were waiting, waiting, waiting. We had to bower to the, to the Reds trade the night before. You had over the weekend, Stroman getting traded from the Blue Jays to the Mets. Everyone's surprised. And everyone say, oh, here it comes. I smell it. It's coming. It's going to be an active day, active day. 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming by like 3.30. I, I, yeah. A lot of people threw their hands up and said, this stinks. Uh, I started to around, around, I definitely threw my hands up around 3.15 p.m. Eastern. I, I was watching. I didn't. I wasn't locked in all day. I started locked in there probably right after lunchtime and was checking it all out. And I'm like, man, this is like really lagging. Something going to happen. And you're watching social media. You're watching MLB Network, all this stuff, nothing. And then, you know, then, I, like I was saying earlier, I felt bad for, for the host, the studio host and analysts that were working for MLB on TV because they, they would just, you could just tell they were trying to make something out of, like, there's, there was nothing happening. There was nothing of substance. And then the Granky thing went down. Yeah. You know, late. That was 
like right at four or after four, whatever, and that was like save those guys. <laughs> no, it did, and, and, and give the Astros credit. They're now the favorite to get through the American League. Obviously, uh, potentially win a World Series to, as uh, organization understands it. They've got obviously positional player depth within the uh, entire farm system. They didn't trade their top two guys, and they get a Grank, uh, Zach Granke. That's controllable past this season with Garrett Cole being a free agent after this year, Taz, and a guy that can help you win a World Series this year. So uh, for the Astros, they're going for it, and that's really what you want to see your franchise go out there and do um, and give credit to Houston because that threesome of Verlander, Cole, Greinke, come October, is going to be very difficult for any team to deal with. Absolutely. And so Arizona, no one's really talked much about it, but so what the Diamondbacks get, they got four – uh, four top 20 prospects from the Astros system. So uh, that's according to Baseball America. So, you know, for if you're a, um, you know, if you're a Diamondback fan, you're probably not too excited today. <laughs> it's not a lot of reason, but it's not, uh, unfortunately for them, it's not about the D-backs. You know, it's about the Astros right now. And, and man, with that, with that starting rotation, with those starters, I mean, it's just, they're potent. Uh, just look at their ERAs. are just, just potent, potent. And, and, you know, we talked at the top of the show about the Yankees, and I was you, know, you are a Yankee fan. I'm a Met fan, and I, for those that are new to the show, that's the backstory here. And I was asking you your thoughts on like everybody else what they're saying about the Yankees not making any moves. That's disappointing. Yeah, I mean it is, Taz. Uh, you can look at all the the guys that potentially were available and the rationale in terms of the reason why the Yankees didn't get them. Ray getting pulled off the market by Arizona. Mets were never trading any of their guys uh, to the Yankees. Bauer, you know, getting traded to Cincinnati. Strowman getting traded to the Mets. The Mets then trying to flip Strowman to the Yankees, asking for their top two prospects in their farm system. When the Mets didn't even trade two top 100 prospects to the Blue Jays for Strowman. So, uh, you know, Bumgarner wasn't available. Granke didn't want to come to the Yankees. Miner didn't want to come to the Yankees. They both had partial no-trade clauses. So a lot of rationale and reason by it. Cashman getting ripped apart, including what is a tremendous – Back page of the New we'll York Post. Got uh, I didn't look Brian at Brian Cashman. The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. That's really bad. The killer day for the Yankees as zombie-like Cash which watches Astros land Granky The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. It's tremendous. That's, yeah. A lot of people oh. might not, not have access to outside of the Tri-State area. Well, so yeah, yeah, maybe we'll take a picture. But we no, put, no. You know what? Yeah. You, we'll take a picture and, and we'll send it out. on social media. It, it yeah. is great. It is great. Well, uh, so let's take a listen. If you don't mind, uh, let's listen to Brian Cash. Yeah, here's here. Cash various reasons it didn't work out so certainly disappointed you'd like to have more if you could um but i didn't have any realistic chance to in my mind based on the dialogue to do so yeah basically the yankees were never really he didn't want to pay yeah he didn't want to pay the king's ransom when it was yeah. out there now jeff lunau did it's a general manager of the houston astros here he is talking about the fact of acquiring zach Granke. take a listen I can't believe we just added Zach Greinke <laughs> to this rotation and this team. I mean, probably the same uh, reaction because I wasn't sure it was going to happen. And throughout the afternoon, there was times I thought it was dead and times I thought it was 50-50. But at no point did I think it was over 50-50. And then when it all came together, we just looked at each other in the room and said, Are we really, is this really happening? It was uh, kind of had to pinch ourselves. Yeah, I, pinched I, himself indeed. I, I think it's important to mention, Moose, and you mentioned it in the first segment of our program here, that, that – as great as Granky is, you know he had a he had no trade deal. He had a list of teams he didn't want to go to. Yep. And and the Yankees were one of those teams. Yeah, they won. So in defense to Cashman and the Yankees, there was no shot of of, the, of this happening. No, they were you never. Know, so gonna that, go. That's I think that was important. You mentioned earlier, and it's 
Anybody's yeah, just joining the show now. Right. If, if, yeah. So that. he didn't want a part of it. And I think the Yankees, you know, when uh, there was a potential, not yesterday, I'm talking about years ago, uh, they didn't look at Granky with those conversations and look at him as being a New York guy either. Right. Well, yeah. You know, he's mean, dealt with a lot. Strowman could be a New York guy. He's from Long Island. Yes. He's now pitching for the Mets. <laughs> exactly. I know. Thank you. Here is Lou now saying that, uh, it, well, it was a hefty price, but it worth it. We gave up four of our top prospects to to get uh, Zach Granke, but we'll have him not just for the balance of this year, but also for two years. Um, so he'll pair with JV as, yeah. as uh, you know, two guys that we can pencil into our rotation or actually put in pen into our rotation for the next uh, two and a half years. Rich yeah. get richer, buddy. Rich get richer. Well, they do, and the Astros are now the favorite. On a deadline day, as, as David Sampson joined us earlier on, Taz, he said, you saw some moves, or a lot of moves, but they were more like August moves mm. than they were July 31st moves. Got depth guys. It wasn't the over-the-top. Now, you know, Castellanos landed, went from the Tigers to the to the Cubs. That'll help out their outfield. Um, he'll uh, platoon out there uh, for Chicago and for Joe Maddens. They try and win another World Series. The Atlanta Braves strengthened out that bullpen. Uh, Ed and Mark Melanson also trained for Shane Green as well. So uh, the Atlanta Braves trying to strengthen a weakness. Their bullpen has been an absolute disaster. I think it surprised a lot of people that Zach Wheeler and Noah Syndergaard, at least Zach Wheeler, uh, is still a Met. Um, right. An impending free agent after the season. So. Yeah, it's, and it's interesting, you know, uh, with the Mets, you know, you, you got the Grom, uh, you got Stroman, you got Syndergaard, you got Wheeler, you got Mats, you got all these arms. And we just can't play good defense behind him, and we have no bullpen. And they won we six have, in a row. I know, but Here not really powerful teams we're beating. Go but win, I, I'm, go I'm, win today, I'll seven in a row. I get to my, two games under five hundred. I won one of my Met hats today. There you go, Mister Met. Mister Met, right bright there. orange. Yes, that's my gimmick. Yeah, no, no. So anyway. target that thing from space. <laughs> It's a cool hat. It is. I'm not, I'm just hey, you're joking. a Yankee fan. You like Mr. Met? Jo- Everybody yes, loves Mr. Met. I'm just joking around. No, do you Jeez. like Mr. Met? I do. I just yes. want to know. I do. Answer me. Yes. Okay, I okay. do like Mr. Met. Yes. Who doesn't Everyone like Mr. likes Mr. Met, right? Wow. I'm sorry. A little hypersensitive to us. We're at a 10. Mr. Met. That's what happens. I mean, wow. My legs go in. I thought you'd invent I thought you invented Mr. Met. <laughs> Highly no. invested. Yes, he's great. I love him. Yeah. Mrs. Met as well. Right. Yeah, she Next. loves Syndergaard. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Michael Thomas thinks huge new deal with Saints. Oh, no, we, he does. We kind of broke this news last night on, on yesterday on the show. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Well, <laughs> first show here on CBS Sports Radio to talk about it. That's right. Uh, came down. Uh, he was holding out. He gets paid. Had the leverage. 125 catches a year ago. Makes that offense goes. Make Drew Brees' uh, job a lot easier. Taz, uh, he gets five years, $100 million with $61 million guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, uh, for Mike look, Thomas, it's great. It's great. I mean, it really, it's and and I was saying, man, if you're uh, Drew Brees, you got to be. And this is before you know, with this holdout list, like seven days, eight days, something like that. It was yeah. nothing. So good job by the Saints. Drew Brees had to go to bat and say to the front office, "Listen, please, let's get this done. Let's not. We don't need this distraction. You know, we got a really good squad here. Let let's get her done." And they did, man. And and that's a big deal for. For New Orleans and having Mike Thomas locked in, he's the real deal. Real deal. Watch number 13 catching passes from Drew Brees. They got that potent offense with Ted Ginn sitting there. You got, uh, what's their Kamara in there. You know, they got a really good team. So, real good defense. And uh, it's a massive money deal for this guy. And I think he was talking about yesterday, receiving yards last year. I think he was like sixth in receiving yards in the NFL. So, Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas. So, great player. 
Great deal. Uh, he Right. He gets paid, um, and uh, he deserves it. Now, do I, do I look at him as being Julio Jones? I don't. Uh, I don't look at him as good as DeAndre Hopkins. Well, there are a number of guys in the NFL I'd probably, just from an explosive ability, rather have than, than Thomas. But, I mean, he's still an m- amazing player. Uh, physical at the point of attack. Get his hands up. There's things to like, uh, love about Mike Thomas, the player. Was very productive and good at Ohio State, Taz. He's yeah, been oh, yeah. remarkable good. Uh, with the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, no, big deal. And you mentioned uh, Julio Jones in passing there. Um, no, we didn't talk about it. You know, he's actually, I don't know, I'm sure you saw it. He's, apparently, he's sitting out all uh, preseason games. He's yes. not playing at all. I mean, I got no problem with that. You? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's I a, don't. He's a I think he'll be ready to go. He's uh, such yeah. a good athlete. He's an amazing, too. amazing athlete. Yeah. I worry about guys sitting out, Taz, that that aren't workaholics. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah. Julio Jones is a right. Like I worry about guys that we know can you know maybe put on weight or right. not keep themselves in shape. I worry about those lazy guys. asses. Right. I got you. You can put it that way too. Okay. Yes. Next, number three. Ezekiel Elliott's new deal, not even close to happening. Yes, he's down in Cabo as his agent's house. Uh, that's where he spent it. Remember when he was suspended in 2017? That's where he spent his time as well. Yeah. You know, beach work, whether it be working the jump rope, whatever it might be for Julio, uh, for Ezekiel Elliott down there in Cabo. Uh, they're not close. And, you know, uh, listen, Jerry Jones can talk tough all he wants, Taz. If they don't have Ezekiel Elliott week one, they don't have him for a majority of the year. Say he holds out the entire season. Uh, Cowboys are going to go from a playoff team to a non-playoff team right quick because the entire team is built around him. Absolutely. That's the truth. And, you know, we heard we heard uh, Jones talking the other day. We, we dropped, we played the audio of it, man. It's like he's acting like they don't need, you know, you don't need to win a champion. I'm paraphrasing. You don't, you, you don't need a top halfback or running back to win a championship. And, you know, I, I, it's kind of like the – kind of the narrative of the NFL now with the NFL running back. It's almost becoming like it's such a heavy pass league and we know that and we love watching guys make great catches and great quarterbacks making great throws and all this stuff. Makes the game exciting. You get chunks of yards. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm an old school traditionalist. There's always a running game. The running game is vital in football. You and I talked about this the other day. I think we're on the same page with this. And I'm with you. Zeke Elliott, that offense is built around him. They need him. He was the number one rushing running back that led rushing last year in the NFL. Number one. Okay, no matter what you may think of him off the field, when the whistle blows and that ball's kicked off, that guy is a stud running the football. And, And that offense and Dak Prescott needs him badly. Actually, speaking of Dak Prescott, let's let's take a listen here, Moose, to Dak about uh, about the contract talks. I think my optimism, just uh, that alone, um, allows me to put that in the back of my mind and not think about it. Uh, I know I've got a great team that's going to do a good job uh, with that, uh, and I'm confident in my agent and, and all the people handling that, confident uh, in the front office here of getting the, getting that done. So that's not my concerns. And any any time that I can think about that or any time that I go toward that, I think the only thing I'm doing is is taking away from, from this team and taking away from our goal um, as one team. So for me, that's my whole focus is just this team getting better and proving and focusing our, on our goal of well, playing at the end of the year. Obviously, Dak was talking, he was talking about his own contract because him and Mari Cooper, they're up this year where Zeke's not. But I mentioned Dak Prescott because he's going to need <laughs> Zeke Elliott in that backfield big time. Okay, and I, I'm not a huge fan of Dak Prescott as a player. I think he's a solid quarterback at best. But he's going to need Ezekiel Elliott running that football. The Cowboys need Zeke Elliott. 
So we'll see what happens. If this thing lingers, that could happen with Lev Bell with the Steelers last year. Different story here. That's going to be tough for them. Because they're, uh, they're, they're going to have a good team. They will, The Cowboys will be well, real good. Yeah, they'll, they'll be a good team. It's different because you look at the Steelers, Taz. They've got a quarterback you trust to be able to throw out of the pocket. Yeah, and they absolutely. still had Antonio Brown. Yep, I yep. mean, now you look at this scenario where, yes, Amari Cooper, but Cooper is not Antonio Brown, and Prescott's not even close to the passer that Roethlisberger is. So there is a right. a great well, no, disparity. No, and I know. I'm just yeah, emphasizing yeah. that point. Uh, and we are, we're in agreement there. The team is built around Elliott, so that's where his leverage is. That's why you listen to Jerry Jones. You're right. They don't need a rushing champion to win, but for the Cowboys to win, they need Ezekiel Elliott. That's a good point. And the thing is, and one more thing on the Steelers-Cowboys, I know that's not really the topic, but still, and the other thing is James Conner, the running back, who was, back, was a backup then for Lev Bell for the Steelers, tremendous running back. And you knew he was tremendous coming out of college, coming out of Pitt. Okay, Darius Jackson for the Steelers or Tony Pollard or Mike Weber. These guys are not to that level of, of James Conner. They're just not. Just not no, the same type of back. No, they, they are not, Taz. So, um, I'll be fascinating. That doesn't seem to be ending, ending anytime soon. There seemed to be traction between Elliott uh, in his camp and Stephen Jones, Jerry Jones, and the Cowboys a couple weeks back. Remember we yeah. mentioned yep. it at the time when he was the threat That's that he right. was going to yeah. hold out mm-hmm. and that he was going to be out of the country and the like. Everyone say, well, there's conversations. They seem to be going in the right direction. Now the reports are the conversations have gone nowhere. Where will it end? We'll find out. The other thing you get concerned about is not being in shape, Taz, but this, where he's not getting the hits, as we discussed last year, taking those hits on his body, all of a sudden missing a lot of camp, and then stepping in week one and taking those punishing hits. Because if you don't kind of get that, I would say, um, a little bit of a thick skin to it, or you know, your body's not used to it, um, you know, it's been off for a while, you know, that, that it takes a little time to get takes back. takes a little time to know, get back. That, 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 you know, his body is callous. Callous, that's it. Right, that's to, right. To, to taking hits, yeah. you know, so you know, he hasn't, and, um, you know, even though they're not hitting as much as they used to, the NFL teams they in camp, hit. but they're still hitting. So, the thing is, you know, they got to figure it out. I mean, as far as shape, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think he'll be, like, he'll look good. He'll be in physical. Like, he'll look physical. He'll look in shape. I don't think he's a lazy guy. But football shape's different than just being in shape. It's tough to replicate that in Cabo at your, your agent's mansion on the beach. Yes. I mean, you know, really. I nice mean, spot it, to hang out, though. It really is. I mean, you know, if you're just going on a little vacay, a little vacay Jones, it's nice. But preparing for the NFC? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Probably not a place I'd want to hang out. No. We come back. We'll do a little bit more NFL, Taz. The campgrounds, right? Oh, that comes yeah. your way next. It's Taz. It's Moose on what is a busy Thursday morning right here. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. We got the campgrounds coming your way. 855-212-4227. Final time this morning. Here is Andrew Bogish. What's going on, Andrew? Moose. All right. How you doing, Moose, Taz, the Mets have the rest of the National League right where they want That's them. Right. First pitch. Swing and a ground ball right field. Base hit. 
around third, Altair, he's being waved home. Jay up with it, he will not make a throw to the plate. Altair scores standing, Davis stops at second, and on at first with an RBI single is Todd Frazier. The Mets are leading by a score of 2-1. to one. Howie Rose on Mets Radio. Michael yes. Conforto smartly added a two-run single. Top nine in Chicago, that gave Edwin Diaz enough wiggle room to not blow another save. Did you see DeGrom get out of that jam early in the game? Base Third inning, yeah. Oh, wow. You saw it? Moves? I did, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, the solo Very homer Diaz pitcher. allowed just changed the final score to 4-2. The Mets have now won six straight, and they held on to Zach Wheeler at yesterday's deadline. The Giants kept Madison Bumgarner as we expected. The Jays couldn't move closer Ken Giles, and Robbie Ray stayed with the D-backs, but they did send Zach Greinke to the Astros for four prospects. Now Garrett Cole might hate Trevor Bauer, but he loves him some Greinke. I think he's just a wonderful human being. And he can wow. pitch. Uh, as they wait for reinforcements, though, the Astros lost in Cleveland last night 10-4. All those Indian runs on homers, including three-run shots from Roberto Perez, Carlos Santana, and Jason Kipnis. Milwaukee, a 4-2 win in Oakland. The Rays held off the Red Sox 8-5. Kyle Hendricks and the Cubs blanked the Cardinals 2-zip. Those two again tied atop the NL Central. 11 Ks for Jose Barrios and the Twins 7-4 win in Miami. And the Giants beat the Phillies 5-1. The Dodgers did not make a major move yesterday, but will get a bump from the Miners instead. Top pitching prospect Dustin May expected to debut tomorrow. The Hall of Fame game, a little less than 12 hours away. The Broncos and Falcons kick off the preseason in Canton. Joe Flacco will not play for Denver. Let's get some details now on the five-year extension. Michael Thomas is signing with the Saints. All of this courtesy of Pro Football Talk. The most realistic max value of the deal is $96.25 million. It'll be hard for Thomas to actually get to the reported 100 mil. He would need to reach some lofty bonuses in the final years of that contract. At signing, Thomas guaranteed $35.64 million. The MLS All-Stars took a 3-0 loss from Atletico Madrid in Orlando last night. And former U.S. women's player Kate Margraff expected to be named the program's first general manager. Her first big decision will be replacing head coach Jill Ellis, who announced earlier this week she is stepping down. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Have a good rest of your Thursday, bud. Good job here. Let's get to it. Here we go. The campgrounds. <laughs> Time to go camping, boys and girls. Who better to go sit around the campfire and spitball some football, eat some pork beans, brisket, and throw back some cold ones than with Taz and the Moose? It's Taz and the Moose, just talking away. It's all you ever heard talking smack since the day they was born. It's Taz and the Moose, just talking away. It's all you ever heard talking smack since the day they was born. So awesome. Let's uh, begin our journey uh, down in Dallas with the Cowboys. And uh, here is Stephen Jones. We've mentioned it in terms of the contract negotiations. Uh, Prescott, Elliott, Elliott holding out down in Cabo. Here he is, courtesy of Sirius XM NFL Radio. That just comes with the territory. And, you know, that's my goal is at the end of the day, we figure out a contract for for Dak, for Amari, for Zeke, you know, that's fair. Uh, That's one they can be satisfied with. But at the same time, they've got to understand uh, there's a real salary cap out there. And any money that we save, you know, 
and their situations, and it's not their job to manage the cap. I agree with that. That's Jerry's job, my job, Will's job. That's our job to do. But any money we save is not going in Jerry's pocket. It's going to another football player. I mean, it's a it's a hard cap. Uh, it's reality. We have to deal with it. And, you know, at some point, the money we spend on these great players are going to keep us, unfortunately, from probably signing a couple guys that we'd like to keep. Man, well, I'll tell you, Stephen Jones, was real quick. Stephen Jones, tell me his voice is not perfect with the better music we got here. Yeah, for, very, for, yeah, very, yes. Perfect fit with it the does. Drum. It does work with it's that. Funny, right? uh, and, but that's where you got to prioritize as an organization of who to pay, not to pay. In the same breath that he's saying it's not their job, he's kind of putting it on them to take a little less money and do what's right by the team when that that's not their job. They should Their job is to maximize their values. Football players make the most money they possibly can. Now, some guys after having historic careers, will give a little bit back, and they're not going to be greedy. And, um, you know, you look at, you know, you look at what Tom Brady's done up in Foxborough with the New England Patriots, and, and you know, that's that's his right to do it at that time. And I'm sure the Patriots will be paying him for the end of time uh, <laughs> because he, he seems to be ageless. But, Taz, um, that's for, for the Dallas Cowboys. They got to look at and say, okay, who's the most important guy for our team right now? And that guy's got to be Elliot, but uh, Stephen Jones is looking for a little bit of a give back in order to be able to take care of everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they, they got to watch, I man. Like, I, I talked about the lack of depth as far as, you know, quality depth. I mean, yeah. just with running back at Dallas Cowboys, with Dallas Cowboys, same with the quarterback spot. I mean, Cooper Rush, if you don't have Dak Prescott, you have Cooper Rush doing the thing there, Mike White. I mean, these, these are not guys that are, you know, ready for prime time. No. I mean, so you got to hope Dak can stay on his feet and God willing he stays healthy, but you got to hope you come to terms and get something done with him. I think Dak is trying to do the right thing and try to be that team guy. He's never caused them an issue. We talked about this the other day, you and I both. So uh, I'm sure they'll come to terms somehow, some way with him. I, but look, you got those three guys from Cooper, Prescott, and, and Elliott. I mean, that's your offense. I mean, besides your offensive line, those are your guys. Yeah. those are your stars. You yeah, know? and then and they're all uh, they're all in contract scenario situations that uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys looking to rectify. All right, let's head out to uh, let's head out to Cleveland, Ohio, shall we? Here is Baker Mayfield. Got into it, confronted his receivers. Didn't like the fact that he was uh, they were not coming back to him when he was scrambling uh, and looking back at him. Uh, here he is about the confrontation with his wideouts. Take a listen. I'm not jackass. You got to talk through it. <laughs> Got it. Gonna harp on it, and then I'm gonna talk to him. I mean, those guys know that that's a big part of our offense, and they know that. It's just the fact that if we get lazy and we let things slide, uh, we need to be over communicating right now. That's that's what the good teams do. I mean, like I said, you got to be on the same page. That's well, yeah, yeah, good, good. What's the matter? No, it's just he. He just he's got to watch. He's got to be careful what he says, man, because he's you know he's he's going through his second year. Uh, he's not wrong. I mean, if it's pretty, you don't have to be an NFL quarterback to realize how important it is to do what he's saying. If you are scrambling, you can't just, all right, I'm going on my route as a receiver or, or tight end or whatever. Um, oh, wow, my quarterback's in trouble. Well, that's all right. I'm just going my route. No, you got your route means nothing then. You got to get open for him. I, I know what he's saying. He's right. You don't have to... You know, you don't have to tell the media that. You just, you just, you got to take it on the chin. You got to be, you know, you're, you're, you're not Tom Brady. You're, you don't have the legacy of a, whatever, the history of a Ben Roethlisberger or, you know, anybody. You know, you're not. That's not who you are right now. You're, you're a young guy, that's brash, cocky, chip on the shoulder. That's great. All those adjectives. Yeah. That's all that stuff's great. He's an excellent player. You, you can't be, in my opinion. 
You, you can't be saying what he said there. I just don't think that's smart of him to say that publicly. Um, th- listen, I, I guess uh, I'm going to cut him a little bit more slack, Taz. I'm not telling you that it's uh, that's right. I didn't have as big of an issue with it as uh, as you did. I mean, I, I think he's just trying to kind of be open uh, about the entire process and what's going on. And I, I think Mayfield, this is this is who you bought into, Taz. This is him. Um, I, he's an outspoken guy. Yeah. I don't think he's going to change. I think he's going to continue to be outspoken. Um, And he also uh, doesn't mind telling you how he feels. And he feels like it's not going to impact anything about his play on the field. You know, he doesn't really – I mean, he's as confident a young quarterback as you've seen in quite some time. There's a better way to handle it. I I understand what you're saying. I mean, just – he could just say, you know, I got to do a better job of getting the ball out of my hands quicker while, let's say, I'm in the pocket or while I'm on a rollout. Just take it on the chin. Do the job, as you say, in the wrestling business. Don't pass the heat. You know, I mean, th- this is what I know it was a game, different situation with the Steelers. That's what happened with Roethlisberger and uh, Antonio Brown. Got five Remember, uh, in the end zone, that play where he. Well, I, Brown, uh, but Roethlisberger. That was in the game. Out, but Roethlisberger also went on, the radio, on right. radio and called out Brown. What's the, what's the difference, though, if this guy's well, in, I mean, in the middle a, of getting interviewed? He's got mics in front of him. He I knows mean, it's going to go public. I mean, don't you think it's a little bit different? If I'm on, if I'm, it's if for I'm public on a, consumption, I know, though. I know that. But if I'm on a paid spot, if I'm in a paid spot oh, on a radio oh, no, where it's no. getting promoted and I call out Antonio Brown, yeah. a little bit, I mean, I look at I, it a little I, bit differently than what he did there yesterday. But he also said, listen, I'm not going to be a jackass. We're going to talk it out. Right, he did say that. He did he say did. that. He he did. Did. It's not like he's going in there saying, what are you doing? I, a, know. You know, <laughs> no, I like, know. I know, is... but you know Moose as well as me. There's a way he could have Oh, I'm not saying you're wrong. Taz, that, I said you're you right, know? but I, I, I'm going to give him a little. I thought Roethlisberger was worse. I mean, I thought. We well, said he, he buried Antonio Brown. Uh, no, he buried him. Radio. He, 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 did. he did. And he was getting <laughs> paid. Yeah, no, yeah. he did bury him. You know, he's cashing that check. You're right, but the thing is, I know what you're saying about public radio on terrestrial. It was a national terrestrial radio. I got it. Yeah. But still. You know, no, this is going to get out. Mic, right, it's going to get out. He's Baker Mayfield. Yeah. You have a mic in front of your face. Right. You know, a- any way you look at it, that's going to be consumed by the public. Right. And now check this out. So, would we have even be talking about this? Would we have pulled this order? Would no. we cover if it right? If it was Sam Donald? No, probably. If it not. was Josh Allen? No. This kid here, he is. You know, he's abrasive. Right. You know, Baker, and he's got a heat. Yeah, he's he got does. a lot of heat around. Yeah, he does. And I like him as a player. I'm not, I want people to say it and understand. Like, me, I'm not burying him for that. He's got to work on his, he's not, he's, he's not, he's not an eight-year veteran in, in the league that, that went to an AFC playoff or championship, you know? No, he's not. Um, he certainly isn't. Jarvis Landry, his teammate with, uh, and one of those wide receivers, Taz, said, you know what? Focus here. He's trying to win the chip. Take a listen. For us, I mean, obviously just understanding that we're not buying into what everybody else has set out for us. You know, we, we have it in our minds what we want to accomplish, and but we also understand that we have to take steps in the right direction starting today, you know, and since, what, six days ago, you know, and um, I think we've been doing that we just got to continue to find ways to continue to put it together um and in september 8 we get the ball rolling but obviously there's only one goal in mind you know for us and See, that's, that, that, that's the right way to handle things yeah okay we us right not not positions getting called out not it's team and there's no heat i'll tell you what back to makefield you better be careful okay you better be careful because his new wide receiver that came from the giants that thing could fall apart quick if this guy's going to start chirping about receivers and routes who are not coming back to him. Right. And no, that Beckham I, will go off. No, I know. I, <laughs> so, no, true. You're right about that. That honeymoon but, will end. Right. I, you know, but, he, but Beckham's also coming from a guy who's basically like a, a, a statue, statue yeah, in the pocket. Statue of Liberty just he barely moves. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> yeah. he's not used to guys scrambling. <laughs> 
think and lengthen out the that's plays. That's a good point. Come back to the football. Like, what? Wow, quarterback can run? Right, exactly. Who is that? That's the quarterback. This. Really? This is my days at LSU. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Final stop on our uh, campground oh, tour this okay. morning. How about uh, out to Los Angeles, Jared Goff, the Rams quarterback. Uh, they're looking to get back to the Super Bowl this time when it has. He said... Uh, well, the storylines, the drama around his uh, star running back, Todd Gurley, tad unfair. Take a listen. He doesn't need to become anything. He's he's uh, he's done everything that, you know, we've asked of him and more in the past few years. And I, I think there's, you know, a narrative around him right now that's pretty unfair. And um, if you think about it, we didn't play him in the last two games. So he was sitting. The playoff game, he rushed for 100-something yards and a touchdown. The New Orleans game, we didn't rush for many yards at all. And then the Super Bowl, we scored three points. So it, it wasn't it wasn't just Todd. Yeah, and, and why was he sitting? I mean, that, that's the thing. The well, they, they didn't they, use him. No, right, exactly. I, I, it's a rhetorical, <laughs> so sarcastic question. Like, right, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't yeah. use him. So, you know, I I appreciate what Goff's doing, being a team guy. his teammate. Yeah, he is. Supporting his teammate, unlike Baker Mayfield. I would have said, I don't know, man. He hopefully he can run well. As we'll we see. discussed yesterday with Gordon. Remember, say, we'll be oh, yeah. fine. We're, yeah. That position's loaded. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh with, um, with Gordon. With Rivers. With, with yeah, Phil Rivers. Rivers yeah. yeah, with Gordon. Ripping right. uh, that Melvin. Oh, yeah, no, we're good there. Melvin yeah. Gordon, don't come back. We're fine. Right. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> I know, exactly. Well, Gurley was, was, I think it was like 30 Get your head out of my shit. pocket. Yeah, I know, really. Take money from me. I mean, Gurley, geez. even though he was banged up a little bit, he he still was. He's a great running back. He's no, great, he is. Great in college, just third in rushing last well, year. But I mean. Tad, we uh, but Taz, we know now here what the situation with Gurley is. He's got an arthritic knee condition. Yeah, yeah and that's a problem when and you're a running back. That's a problem when you're a running back. Yeah. So they they were talking about him being healthy. There's nothing wrong. We're watching these playoff games where he's not being used. And you say, why Why is Todd Gurley with his helmet on the Super Bowl oh, and not being used? That's and we're crazy. like, what is going on? And, you know, but he mentioned golf there, and that was on Sirius XM NFL Radio. He said, well, we only scored three points in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you also didn't use Todd Gurley a lot. Play him. He didn't play. Hardly played. I mean, Todd, I mean, they go to the sideline. Like, Rams have got three points, and there's Gurley basically taking water from yeah. uh, from one of the training staff. Just hanging out, holding his helmet in his hand. Like, Okay. Yeah. That's that's fine. Hello. Strange scenario. Yeah. So there you go. Campgrounds here for this Thursday morning. Uh, it is Taz and the Moose with you. Come back. We got the undercard storylines that we have yet to hit upon. Uh, as well, maybe you're at work and off to work, listening at home. Maybe you're listening to the podcast later on. Maybe right, you're on Taz? vacation on a beach listening to the that show. That could be as How well. About that? <laughs> Enjoy a beautiful sunrise Damn with right. the sound of our voices. Yeah, that's awesome. Taz. It goes together. No. What's up? That goes together well. That's it. Yes. All right. You're on the beach like with your peanut family. butter and jelly. Listen to Taz and the Moose. Yeah. What better? Nothing better. That's that's really, that's as good as it gets in life. And then later on, you can download the Taz show. Yeah. You want to hear some wrestling stuff. That's it. Yeah, you can do that too. Just hang out on the beach. No doubt. Taz and the Moose. Or SummerSlam is what? A week, uh, two weeks away? Correct the mundo, sir. You're July doing 11th. a special? August well, 11th. I guess, that, August news, 11th. I guess that news just broke publicly. I All thought it was out there. <laughs> no, it's not. Sorry. I had no idea. Hey, Moose, you're great at promoting, so who better than you to promote it? I um, have no idea. <laughs> no big deal. August so 11th, not July 11th. Yeah, that too. Oh, oh, geez, I, I better I, make sure I know which day I'm going to come to the studio no, and do the be, show. <laughs> August of my bed. I apologize. I was not told to keep that on the DL. That's true. You were not. I was not told that. <laughs> I was not told that. You were not. That's the, true. For, uh, to pull down the curtains. So. This is what happens when some of us assume things I should not have assumed. Oh, stop. It's, it's good news. I, no. I mean, there was a certain way I wanted to promote it with my team. I'm sorry. That's I okay. apologize. That's all right. It's all right. <laughs> 
I apologize. Make sure you promote Taz. it next week. Every show. Yes, every yeah. show, Taz. We'll promote <laughs> it. Yes. Taz Moose on this uh, Thursday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227. That's brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. So now you can get your highlights anytime, anywhere, right? I mean, you could, on your smartphone, iPad, whatever device you have, uh, computer, you can get them all over the place. You can check it out and everything. There was a time, though, uh, especially when you look at the National Football League, uh, that there was a show that you'd watch every single week on HBO if you had it at home uh, that was called Inside the NFL where you'd check out the highlights from the week before and they'd also have they'd also have where you'd get shots of the sideline as well, Taz, where you'd see a little interaction between the players and everything like that. And, stuff, right? yeah. and there were you know, two legendary guys when I when I you know first started watching Inside the NFL, and it was Len Dawson, yep. right, and it was Nick Bonacotti. Yep, yep, Nick right? Bonacotti, great, great linebacker, Hall of Fame linebacker. Yep. Unfortunately, he passed away yesterday yep. uh, after a long illness and everything like that. And um, um, we know famously he did a tremendous amount of work, raised over a hundred million dollars. Uh, the Miami Project. Uh, dealing with paralysis when his son Mark was yep. paralyzed in high school, I believe yep. it was high yep. school or college. I, um, mm. I think it was high school. I think you're right. Um, and uh, did a tremendous amount of work with that. It was you know just a it was a legendary football player. Worked as a sports agent as well, Taz. But I mean uh, you know inside the worked on inside the NFL for 23 seasons. He was a a tremendous football player, a great analyst, great in the Miami community. Uh, you know, he, um, you know, kind of did it all around professional football, and it was sad to see that he passed away yesterday. Legend, you know, legendary player and legendary in everything he did. And, and, and uh, as an analyst in studio, to your point, you know, he was, he was amazing at Very likable. Like, likable, and he, like, brought you in the huddle. Like, he brought you in the game. He brought you on the field. Educated, you know, like, really was good at it, too, and just seemed, like you said, likable, so you listened to him. And you knew he had credibility from the, his, his great playing days and stuff. So, yeah, sad, you know, he, you know, we lost a great one there. But he was a great, great, great player for the Miami Dolphins years ago. Yeah, and certainly thoughts and prayers go out to uh, the entire Bonacani family uh, on the loss on what was uh, just a, a legendary individual on the sports scene and certainly in the community as well and did great work. Uh, in raising uh, money with the Miami Project and and helping to end paralysis uh, here in this country. So fantastic. So thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. Uh, All right, let's get to it. Here we go, the undercard. Taz and the Moose present the undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right. All right, James, what do we got, bud? Uh, one of these NFL holdouts not getting a whole lot of pub, but your Redskins, Trent Williams, do you think it could turn into a trade, Moose? Uh, yeah, you know what? That's a good question. Uh, there are reports out of D.C. Now, Taz, we touched upon it, and you hit upon it when you – anytime there's distrust between a player and a medical staff, uh, it's hard to overcome 
that distrust. Look at exactly what happened with uh, Kawhi Leonard down in San Antonio. That's right. Uh, with the Spurs franchise. Trent Williams, great left tackle. Uh, if you're needed for improvement along the offensive line, if you're the Jets, maybe you're the New England Patriots, uh, he would be a hell of an acquisition because he's a great, he's not a good left tackle. He is a great left tackle and has lived up to all the billing after being a high draft choice coming out of Oklahoma. Um, I don't know if that situation gets rectified, Taz. I could see him getting dealt. Listen, man, I got to tell you, I don't, I mean, I'm sure there's more to this, you know, but I, I don't know how, if you're not the organization, the front office of the Redskins, how, if, like I said this last week on our show here, if it, if it comes down to one of my players, nevertheless a great player, okay, compared to a, a trainer or a doctor that I'm paying, I, I, listen, it, it's a no-brainer to me. Thanks for coming. You're gone. I, I'm not keeping a player. That's who draws the money. But look, this, I think this 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 thing's been going on for a while. You, you were the first one talked about it here on our show. Um, he's he, you're right. He's a great player. He's a great tackle, and I, I think this thing ends badly for the Redskins. I think he's going to be gone. Um, I I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't. And you mentioned it. You know, the Red that would be a smarter organization, Taz. The how Reds do you how do you not do that? I don't disagree. Think about that. that. Think about what we're saying yeah. here. There's just something. Is something we're missing? Like I haven't heard anything. I, mean, I haven't heard anything else other than that. I know. Like, I've not. And he's played hurt. He's played banged up. He's gone out there, and he's a really good player. I'll tell you, if you're one of these teams that've got the cap space to be able to take him on. Um, and you need help along the offensive line or reshift along. He would make any every offensive line in the NFL better. He's not good of a player. I'm not. You're right. And I'm telling you, I'm not trying to be mean, saying, "Well, this person is more important than that person." But that's the case. Okay, he is more important to that team, no doubt, than a doctor or a trainer on that team. He's well, just more, more important. Right. Maybe he thinks it's a Redskin issue more than a doctor's issue. Could be. Could be. So right. maybe it's not just a maybe it's not just you know they point A him. and B where right. it's just this doctor right. It's got to be. It's not just Doctor Taz. It's it's the yeah. entire organization. It's not just Doctor Moose. It's the entire organization. It's the way that they handle players. It's the way that they treat players. It's the overall mind. Maybe it's more about that Taz it's and the way be. that he was handled. Because that's the way I would look at. It. Because I, if it's just an A and B thing, oh. and I'm player A and I'm a starting left tackle in the NFL. You know, I'm more important than the doctor. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So I would think it's more it's about be the more than mindset yeah. of the franchise and the way they handle players. Because they're not dealing with the players the right way or handling them the right way. Or and he feels like he's not been handled he's, right. Right. So, and then he just feels like the hell with this. I'm too good of a player. I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Deal, I want to go a team that's going to lose anyway. Right. Exactly. Sorry, Moose. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're yeah. absolutely right, Taz. The, yeah. the, the season's over before it's begun. I know. Hey, I'm uh, a Bills fan. I get it. <laughs> uh, next. Speaking of trainers, Joel Embiid's trainer went on Bill Simmons' podcast and says Joel has cut out the Krispy Kreme donuts. Fan of Krispy Kreme donuts? Uh, fan of Joel Embiid cutting them out? What yeah. say you guys? Well, I think if you're a Sixer fan, you want Embiid in shape. Yes. So I think that's a positive thing. I think it is. <laughs> because I don't think Embiid at, at 7'1", or 7 feet tall, I don't think he's just taking down one glazed Krispy no. Kreme. No, I could picture him. There's probably a dozen going in that big body with no problemo amigos. <laughs> tell you that right now. You like burritos? No. Uh, the thing is this. Um, the Krispy Kreme donut I like better than the Dunkin' Donut. Dunkin' Donuts have great donuts, but in Krispy Kremes in the Northeast here, especially in New York, a little harder to find. Very hard. Than than DD. They still have one in Grand Central. They, I haven't been in a while, but I know, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, there was there a while. I don't know if there, it's still there. There was one on Long Island in East Meadow. Oh, a big one. 
And I don't think it's there anymore. And when they first opened, there were lines. I got to have my people look into this. I went to a Krispy Kreme in Las Vegas. Oh, they were open up 24 hours. Nice in the heat. Stuff. That's great. No, no. It was an air-conditioned place. It wasn't outside. They weren't making the donuts. So it was <laughs> AC, joke. right? But, yeah. But here's the point. You know, you're having a good night, having fun, whatever it might be. You swing by. They were making the donuts fresh. So it was fresh, wow. out of the fryer. Wow. Krispy Kreme. Hot. Good Lord. It was. Lordy B, Lordy B. <laughs> okay, so there's one for those in this. Like there's one in Jersey Vegas City. talking about donuts. Yes, the, I was. I and there's one at Penn Plaza by Amtrak. Okay, so yes. yeah, Penn so, Plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And the one on Long Island's Gonski. I, I don't know what happened. I, I think the Dunkin' Donuts mob got them. Because crispy. they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah anyway. it is. The glaze on a Krispy Kreme is the just best. amazing. It's the best. So Joel and B. It goes down very easy. Yeah. Oh, I could eat. A 24 is no problem. My favorite one that I had there was the orange, uh, the original filled original cream. It's like, like a white frosting on top. Oh, yeah. Original Frosted Jones. And there's also a cake battered donut. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's um it's phenomenal. I'm trying to it, pull up the picture of it. It looks like you'll like it. It looks like a Boston cream. Here, here it is. Look at that thing, dude. Oh, oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. Does it have cake batter in the middle? It's basically, we love celebrating birthdays every day at Krispy Kreme and a scrumptious <laughs> cake batter donut filled with cake battered cream topped oh. with your yellow icing and bright oh, confetti sprinkles. That is, that is a sugar rush. Tremendous. That'll get you through your morning. Put you, that is, that is a nice start to the day. Put you in New York. James, good job, brother. Uh, Billy, good job. Focus with the updates. Thank you, guys. Uh, Thank you, Taz. Good job, bud. You too, sir. Uh, Have a great Thursday, everybody. Till tomorrow. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.